three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? That's actually really, I kind of love the fact that there's, it's like a call and response type of situation that we've got going on. Welcome into episode number six of Jobbing Out in honor of the six-man tag match that's happening at Defy this weekend that uh, Scorpio Sky will be joining us to talk about a little bit later on and maybe some other things. Maybe there's some other things going on in Scorpio Sky's world that he'll want to discuss. Looking forward to it. Well, I'm just, I just—I feel like maybe like he might have had a nice quiche recently, and so perhaps oh. he'd like to discuss that. Like that's all I'm saying. There might be something that he wants to talk about. Hey, probably found a good wine. Yeah, he exactly right. Compare the two together. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live, and of course the main event. 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 Oh yeah, that's uh, that's AJ Francis, and uh, he's here. At, we uh, can you talk about the thing that's going on, like the visitor that you guys are about to have? Yeah, so I told you guys it's gonna be a big year for me. Um, I got twenty nineteen is gonna be big because I honestly don't know how it's gonna end, but I know twenty twenty is gonna be lit no matter what. Because not only do I have a WWE tryout in July. Not only do I have the head producer of AEW as one of my head coaches, who's at class today and loves me to death, but one of the co-owners of the school is obviously Bubba Ray Dudley. They have two schools, the one in Florida, which Devon and Billy Gunn run, and the one in Connecticut, which Bubba Ray runs. Bubba Ray is coming down to Florida in three weeks to do some preliminary scouting for Ring of Honor. And I was specifically one of the people that he wanted to see. Well, hot shit. So what you're saying is you're about to move to Philly and joining the dojo, right? Uh, The dojo's not in Philly. Well, there's two. They're, they run the Monster Factory, and then, yes, they do the, have the, the dojo. The main dojo is now the one in Baltimore, which yes. uh, happens to be, like, right down the street from where Brandon lives. It's in Anne Arundel County. It's, oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that. So, uh... Um, ROH! ROH! Yeah! I'd be big time in favor of that. That's dope, man. That's really, really cool. Uh, not only is it big for those reasons, but also, I think we all know, AJ had a huge week. He was referenced multiple times on Raw and SmackDown. You saw that, right? Did you guys catch it? Did you guys catch that all the references to AJ on Raw and SmackDown? Like this one right here? And WWE Royal Rumble is presented by Golden Crisp. The sweet life is no sweat for Sugar Bear, especially (laughs) after a bowl of Golden Crisp. Take a lesson from him. Keep it cool and keep it crunchy. I didn't even final. know Golden Crisp was still a thing. First of all, I didn't know either. But did you hear what uh, Corey Graves said afterwards? Yeah. Sugar Bear's Intercontinental title. Did Corey Graves inadvertently give away the fact that you have taped an episode of something in which you win the Intercontinental title? 
Yes, he did. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Are you um? Are you at all angry that they're biting you, AJ? Are you at all? Uh, no, because that means I'm over. That's true. That is a good point. That is a good point. By the way, I, I haven't heard of this sugar bear since I was like five. Oh, I, right. I yeah, I legitimately thought that was done. That's why I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't think it was an awkward at all that AJ had chosen sugar bear as his. They're spending like I hundreds of thousands of dollars to promote cereal on. <laughs> I mean, it's the weirdest sponsor it seriously it, it doesn't have any commercials anywhere no and, but, but, but now boys, you know what i think the the people in the sausage castle need to buy boxes and like throw it at aj when he comes to the ring that sounds right oh my god i actually think it's a really good idea i actually think that's a really good idea forget streamers forget anything else get handfuls of, of honey crisp. crisp like if or you were, whatever, if yeah. you were, if you were facing yeah. john cena in the in the sausage castle it's exactly what would happen he would have a banner of the bear down <laughs> you know <laughs> dude i love that that's dope as hell all right um lot to get to from this past week let's start on raw uh, like uh, is it confirmed that all that happened was that braun just wasn't ready like is no okay that's the weird part to me yeah I've heard I've heard three possibilities, and I'll, I'll that's not that's not weird at all. Well, no, no, I, okay. You think that this was they were trying to avoid him having another loss to Brock Lesnar? That's my opinion. Yes. yes. Okay, and I I don't think I that's think that they're, 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 it's very clearly going to be a triple threat at Mania. Uh, there's another possibility, which is that this wasn't testing well. And people didn't give a shit, and they needed to change it to make but it. They never do that. More appeal. But, yeah, I was gonna say no, I they, never, they did it. I, they did it with. They did it with Dean Ambrose. They week. have. They've done. They did it with Jinder Mahal. They did it. Well, they they didn't do it before they gave Jinder Mahal the belt. No, my point well, is but, they but changed the, the pay per view they... to make the match better. They did AJ Styles Brock Lesnar instead of Jinder Mahal Brock Lesnar. They did Daniel. Bryan. Oh, you're talking and... about Survivor Series. Well, yeah, I'm, they've done it a bunch of yeah, times. Yeah. They did Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar instead of AJ Brock. I mean, That's like. True. I have I have a bad feeling about Bra- Braun Strowman's future because I don't know, man. He looks like that. I, I think he's going to be all say, right. Here's here's the problem with that thought process. If this was Vince souring on him, they would have just had him get squashed in like five minutes. To Brock they still Lesnar. made him look like a badass. You're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, and he's going to be a badass because he looks like that. And I, there aren't a lot of guys that look like that that Vince McMahon has given up on. No, you're right. They also wouldn't have spent all the time having him flip the car and do all that stuff. Like, they're still pushing him, obviously. So That's why I was so convinced it just had to be a case of they didn't think he was fully ready for the match. Like, they, they couldn't possibly have gotten a month down the road and suddenly said, hey, we think this is a bad idea to have him take another loss to Brock Lesnar. Well, then why did you do what you did in no. December? Well, I that's think absolutely a Vince thing to wake up and realize, oh, crap. This I, isn't a good idea. I also think he could have not be ready because you, it's not the kind of match you want to go in at 75%. Like, oh, who knows too. what they were planning on doing? You know what I mean? Like, Brock's probably throwing him around a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I guess my question, do you guys, match. I'll, AJ, I'll start with you. Do you think he ends up in the Rumble? Who, Braun? Yeah. Um, could very well. I mean, he could win the Rumble. Well, wait, isn't the whole story that he's suspended or whatever, though? Right. No, he's just out of the match. He wasn't suspended. Oh, That's true. Well, they kicked him out he's of the just building. He's not facing Brock, Brock Lesnar. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So he could earn his way into the, They could make him fight 17 people next week to earn a spot. But he could the be in the Rumble without yeah, having to he do... He could just come out. He wouldn't have to necessarily do as much physically as he would have to do in order to have but a I match. Feel, I feel Although, like... in fairness, if it's a Brock Lesnar match, all you really need to do is about five minutes worth of but don't, uh, don't physical you, Yeah, but you got to get dumped on your head. 
20 yeah, times. Also true. So, don't you feel like storyline-wise it would make more sense for them to have another thing with him and Vince and Vince make him earn his way into the match or whatever uh, instead of him oh, just yeah, I don't him. think he wins the Rumble. I don't think he wins the Rumble. I think that, that I, I, Yeah, and because I don't think he's winning the Rumble, I probably don't think he's going to be in the Rumble because I don't think you put him in unless he's going to win, unless it was just to set up another a completely separate match. But well, the mm, thing, what, and the what thi- would that be? Well, the thing that we thought last week, now if you read the dirt sheets, now they're saying they think John Cena is going to fight Lars Sullivan at WrestleMania, according to what I've read. So remember, we thought maybe Braun, that's where he was heading. Oh. That's not... I guess where he's heading. I mean, who knows if it's any, any of it's true. Two but. questions. One, do we know where Triple H is physically right now? It sounds like he may not be ready. The latest reports where so he may not be ready. For WrestleMania. You mean. I hear he's not yeah. ready. Okay. Because so there, there was a report this week about there's still a big plan for Batista whether or not Triple oh. H is ready. Oh. Yeah, the plan's Randy Orton. Uh, it doesn't do nearly <laughs> as much for me. It doesn't <laughs> do... Because it's that's where I am with Randy Orton right now. That's just where I am. Like I'm, I'm at the. I, I just, it's not doing it for me. I don't know what it is. It's just not. And I get it. You're. I know what you're about to say, AJ. And I'm already going to tell you you're before a, you, I'm, you. Are you sure you know? What I'm I, about and to I, 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 I know. What I'm about to say is you're a fucking. Idiot. And I was going to say you're right. I'm telling you. I knew what you were about to say, and I'm already giving the point to you. I'm already conceding your point. You're right. It's just the I have the same feeling. I that's the where I am at the moment with Randy Orton. I'm well, just I'm just sort of like he can win me back. All he needs to do is show up at Batista's house in a limo with well, no. I would not pants be opposed on. to that. I would not be opposed to that anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't. Uh, it just doesn't do it. But that does get away. If that's the case, and that gets us away from John Cena, Daniel Bryan, then. Um, and I don't know where that would leave that. I don't know what that the case would be there. Like I said, who knows if it's true, but that that's like the Meltzer right. rumor. So what do we make of Finn Balor being the guy that they chose? Like, do we think that this comes... Do, does this lead something for Finn Balor going towards WrestleMania? My big question is, does he has to bring out the demon, right? Well, yes. Not if he's going to lose. Well, that's true. That's he doesn't. Point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, he shouldn't bring out the demon if he's going to lose, and I think he's going to lose. So no, I don't think he's going to bring what out the demon. What does he say that? But like, mean, doesn't doesn't going to mean the week after we're going to be like, well, in storyline, why the hell didn't the demon come out? You can't have it both ways, Aaron. You can't say don't want him to, and then be say you're mad that he didn't do it. Well, no, I'm I'm just saying that the the inconsistency of the demon coming out is leading to okay, when does it come out? But yes, I don't want it to come out because I don't want demon to lose to Brock. Well, but okay, I can't say the demon has to lose at some point. Not really. The, the, the Undertaker the, won at WrestleMania. Because yeah. there's an absurdity to the what we're saying about the... It, it gets to the point where we know if he comes out as the demon, he's winning. If he comes out as not the demon, he's losing. Like, there, there gets to be an absurdity to that. Okay, if but you the don't ever won have, at WrestleMania for 20 years. I understand that, and that was the one time they've done something like that, right? Like, I get that. I think that at some point, you have to still create the air that you don't know what's going to happen. By the way, this is Brett Rippon calling, and I'm going to pass. Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, no offense. Speaking of uh, passers, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I just don't have uh, time to deal with that right now. Um, so, oh, God, I forgot the phone's just going to keep ringing. I apologize for that, boys. Um, I, like, where are they going for Finn after? If we all work, everybody's assuming they're not going to have Finn Balor beat Brock Lesnar, right? Like, we're all working to that assumption. So where then afterwards? You're giving him a huge moment, a huge platform. What do you do with him after that? You have him win. Really? Really? Dude, are we sure that Lesnar's going to be a part of WrestleMania? 
I mean, he's Brock yeah, Lesnar. Can, can I read something that I just saw pop up? What? According to Dave Meltzer, Vince McMahon began changing his mind about Strowman versus Lesnar shortly after Crown Jewel. The original idea was for Lesnar to go over Strowman before setting up Lesnar versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 35. Report noted McMahon began to change his mind on Lesnar versus Strowman because the former White family member started to cool off at one point. WWE um, was forced to do injury angle, blah, blah, blah. But the feeling is now that they're protecting him. Uh, by the way, this phone is still ringing, and it's the most yeah, obnoxious thing. Should we kind of pause here? No, or? no, no. We're just going to keep were, doing it. He was literally hurt. What's that? Yeah, I know. He I get it. Right. legitimately hurt. Right. Yes. Right. The feeling is another loss would hurt Strowman even more as having him beat Lesnar for the title of the Royal Rumble was not an option. Uh, my yeah. thing is, my thing is that doesn't make any sense because the whole thing is like WWE was forced to work an injury angle. He was actually hurt, so they weren't. Well, they were forced because he was hurt. But that's not how it reads, and that's you know that's not how it reads, and you know that wasn't the intent of what they were saying. They were trying to say that WWE was forced to pretend like he was hurt because they didn't. He was cooling off. No, I don't think that's, that's what they were what, saying. That's not what it says. Yeah, it's literally how it reads. I, I didn't. No, it said they already. It said they already felt he was forced. You wouldn't say he was forced to do an injury angle. You would say then he got hurt. It said they were already feeling like he was already feeling like he was cooling off, and then they were forced to do an injury angle because he legitimately needed elmo surgery to repair his bone spurs. But the feeling is the time off hurt him. That's what they're saying. Okay, I mean, yeah. I, I it doesn't seem. But to then me he flipped. But then he flipped Vince's limo. And that says not to mention Strowman isn't 100% cleared to return to the ring quite yet after his elbow surgery. There's currently no word on whether or not Strowman will be in the Rumble. It's all, all of what we thought. Yes, kind of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. kind of covers everything. It kind of yeah. covers everything, and I think we're fine. Um, look, I love – I think it would be an unbelievable moment if somehow Finn won this match. Like, it would be an iconic type of moment. It's not happening. But I just can't fathom it for a second. I now, love it. AJ, you're saying that they do that if they're convinced that Brock Lesnar is just done. Like, you just go ahead and say, this is the way it goes out. And I'm all for Brock Lesnar being done. And more than that, I'm all for Brock Lesnar, even if you know he's doing something at WrestleMania, it, Brock Lesnar doesn't need to have the belt. And this would be the argument that we would make about the Seth Rollins match in particular. You could create a very captivating storyline for a Seth Rollins-Brock Lesnar match at WrestleMania, even if it's not for the belts. I just don't understand. How do you put Finn Balor in this match? He doesn't bring the demon out, and if he doesn't bring the demon out, he's losing. I so mean, if he's losing. Then what is what is the whole deal here? I'm with you on both accounts, and it's why I would say either you just have to suck it up and have the demon lose a match, which isn't the end of the world, or the secondary scenario that you bring up, where you say the hell with it, like have Finn Balor win and say to Brock Lesnar, "Dude, we're done." with having a part-time champion. But it's not good. It's not helping us. We got through this little stretch. We're going to have you work WrestleMania anyway, and we're going to have something big for you at WrestleMania, but you don't have to be our champion going to WrestleMania. We're finally going to say enough's enough. Yeah, I mean, and that would make a lot of sense because I, new year, new us. Isn't I, that I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm totally with you on all of this, but they've it's never a, done it before. So, Isn't Royal Rumble almost always a lame duck title match where the champion retains? I mean, I know there's been some, but... There there's been there have been some in the past. But in the recent history... Uh, isn't it where Goldberg I'm trying won? to think. Let's see. No, the Rock won the Rock in 20... Yeah, I was going to say... Oh, yeah, The Rock, the Rock did win. Right. That would be when he, yeah. pre, when he called a shot, right? When he announced seven <laughs> months beforehand that he was going to win the title at Royal right, Rumble. Right, exactly. Um... um 
But I thought Goldberg won a non-title match at Survivor Series and then won... He didn't win the title until uh, Roadblock or whatever Roadblock. it was oh, against God. Owens. Was it really Roadblock? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I can't believe that happened. That that that's <laughs> gonna bring up some bad uh, uh, feelings for Glenn because it ruined his wrestling uh, <laughs> dream. Yeah, it really. <laughs> Feud of the year. Yeah, like, I don't want to talk about. It. Yeah, the feud of every year. Uh, um, God, that's really that's really. What are you guys gonna do if I sign with AEW and I work a, a program with Chris Jericho? You gotta come to every single <gasps> show, right? Well, you think I wouldn't? Shut the fuck up! Of course we're, I would. We're all there. You, you'd, right. be, you'd be flying us down with. If uh, you worked a program with, signed, right? <laughs> if you worked a program with Joey Janela, I, I, I ain't getting you there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hear you on that. Um, all right, what else from Raw since we got AJ? What else? What else? There's we a talk? lot. The the women's... do we need to talk about the Alexa thing? I guess we do. What the fuck was what the fuck was the was the dozy thing? Well, all of that was weird. I mean, like it so, was. Like, is the is the gimmick that heavy machinery like this guy doze can't like even in his pants? Like, what's the I want to make this but very. He was fine around Becky the next night. I want to make this very clear. If they announced a TED talk tomorrow and all it was was Otis Dozovic saying "Tucky" over and over again. <laughs> I would attend, I would watch it for an hour, and I would stand up and clap like an imbecile at the end. I can watch Otis Dozovic say Tucky forever. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it works. I'm sure everyone else thinks it's obnoxious, but I can watch it forever. It's my favorite thing. And it's Tucky, 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 Tucky. I don't care. It's perfect, and I love it. I love it, and I hope he does it forever. Um. So, okay, the Alexa Bliss thing, like, is it okay? Which part of it do you want to start with? Let, let's talk about the first. How about part? that lucky guy that caught a piece? That's what I want to talk about. Okay, okay, yeah, that is a lucky. Um, it happened. It happened for no reason at all. It didn't factor into any segment at all. It was no. Weird. I think. I think it. I think it did. I think it. Um. I think they laid an Easter egg. Like he did it, and then like the the the, the kayfabe being that. It, it happened on TV, then everyone in the back saw it. So, like, that's why Tucky came out, because he was, like, turned on, and that's why he became, like, a sex fiend. <laughs> well, you know what? That's as good of an explanation as I've heard so far, so I'm going with it. Here's the best explanation. WWE's YouTube channel got 3 million views on the video. That's the reason, and I'm sure that's the reason why the Mandy Rose thing the next night also got huge numbers. Yeah. But at least that had, like, a, a storyline around it. That had yeah, a this reason. Is, right. It's a really tricky line that we're working, right? Because we could say, hey, like, obviously it got 3 million views, and if they did a bra and panties match, it would get 6 million views. But WWE has sort of said, we're not going to do that because we want to make sure that uh, 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 Honeycrisp, or whatever the fuck it is, is spending money with us. Sugar Bear is so, not PG, man. Right, so there's a fine... Sugar well, Bear is definitely not PG. Yes, correct. That is true. That is true. There's a really fine line between what you're talking about, which is a very logical explanation as to why it is they would do something like that because, again, they know it's going to be a, a viral clip and it's going to get uh, horny dudes everywhere to click on it versus the reason why they got away from all of these things, which is we want to make sure that families can watch the show and they are really pressing against that. But it's... But both of those things happened, well, I guess not on SmackDown, but on Raw, it happened after 10 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, that's usually, I don't know about you, I ain't got no kids, but I feel like that's better. Well, I don't disagree yeah. with that, but I also, I think it's twofold. Like, you can say that it's all about the family thing, but at the same point, there are probably some of these companies that say, dude, we don't really want 
Here, like, here, let me give you an example, okay? Um, uh, I used to be on a radio station that doesn't exist anymore, right? And I have always had a long-term deal with Chick-fil-A. It's one that I'm very proud of, for what it's worth. <laughs> of, all of, the, of all of the companies that you can have behind you, um, I get it. Like, we have some opposing views on some certain things. But for their actual product itself, I've always been real thumbs up to having a deal with Chick-fil-A. Yeah, right? where's our free shit, man? We, I, we should have more. By the way, if I asked, they would be happy to cater more shows. They right. would, would be. Um, so at one point, I got a call from a person that is involved with Chick-fil-A <laughs> when I was on the old radio station that said, I'm sorry, we have to pull our money for a little while. And I said, what the F? Like, what? Because I always worried about, like, it was something that I did. You know what I mean? Because, like. Lord knows on social media and other things like there could be a video or a picture somewhere. I could be like, you know what? I actually understand. You did need to pull your money. That's what it is. But what it was, was their, their commercial ran back to back with a commercial for a horrendous, not even naked strip club in Baltimore County. <laughs> it's, oh it's like the place that you would go where they can't take, they like, they can't show nipples. So you someone, know what I mean? Someone like, wasn't using their brain. There. So somebody that scheduled commercials didn't think about it. Like, the deal with Chick-fil-A is, like, they had to be completely, like, their their ad couldn't be on the same page if it was online, and they couldn't run anywhere near that type Kept of in thing. the same block or whatever? Correct, in the same spot set. And whoever yeah. scheduled the commercials scheduled it that way, and somebody in the Chick-fil-A corporate office said, uh-uh. Now, six months, it was, like, a six-month temporary thing, and by the way, they were still hooking me up with food, so I didn't really care. Um, but like six, the important thing. six months later, we were able to make that work out. And by the way, how long do you think the advertising for the, you know, a PG 13 strip club in Baltimore County really lasted? I think that thing disappeared after about a month. Um, so it all ended up being okay, but it did, it cost us money for six months from a real legit client that was a big deal to us because of that. And I think that's the other side of this that we have to, you know, like talk about is, is WWE sort of saying, you know, we got to take some more risks, get some more eyeballs, and if that costs us, you know, checkers or whatever it might be. New year, new us. Yeah, we'll live. I'm wondering if this is them testing the waters in advance of of, of uh, SmackDown moving to Fox, because Fox is a little bit more edgy than the other networks. Yeah, you say that. They're also the same network that gave the Tim Allen, you know, uh, That's ABC. Uh, no, no, no. They they when No, when, Fox. Oh, yeah, the when, new Tim Right. 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 Sorry. Like yeah. they're also the network that said we want to be a fa- th- th- this is good family programming that they we want to have on our know. network. Yeah, they, they have, have the they Simpsons. Also have family guy and Simpsons and yeah. shit on there. That is true too. Yeah. That is true too. You're right about that. That's not you're not wrong. And for the t- for like if it's a Friday show and it's 8 or 9 o'clock, like you have to think this feels like they're testing something, right? Because it's on both shows this week. Right. It, it was notable that it was they did it on both. very purposeful, right? Like, yeah. Who was it that said that they were thinking about going back to PG-13? Uh, or, maybe, or maybe that wasn't one of y'all. Maybe it was a conversation I had with somebody. Okay. But I was, I was talking with someone. I can't remember who it is right now. But they were like, you know, the rumor is that WWE's thinking about going to PG-13. I was like, there's no fucking way they would do that because they're, going, they're a publicly traded company. Right. Blah, blah, blah. right. And I'm like... Like, but I mean, but they could be pushing the boundaries of what is TV PG, right? I mean, that, yeah, is that, or they could just really go TV fourteen. I I agree with Aaron. I think they're pushing the PG because if you watch what is TV fourteen right, like, and what is allowed, they say fuck on some of those shows. Like if you watch F- yes, it is. When what shows? Not American true. Horror Story says fuck. On FX, is it eleven o'clock show? Yes, is that, yeah. ten o'clock it's, show. It, it, that's not TV fourteen. It's MA. 
Oh, okay. Okay. I just couldn't believe it was on TV at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. it's still kind of shocking, right? We're not used to that. TV four, TV fourteen is like they say shit, right? Is like TV fourteen is like twenty four. Oh, okay. Is South Park MA or fourteen? For they are MA actually. Okay. Look, I I think it's clear they were doing something. I think it's obvious the the based on the fact that they were doing on both shows this week. Now you could argue this one was less aggra- like I I think the video of. Mandy Rose walking around in her underwear would be more likely to have a sponsor say that's over the like. But her the, underwear was like workout. I, I get it. I get it. That that was what killed me when she <laughs> took the robe off. I was like, bro, if you're gonna do this whole segment, right? Like, like at least do at least, it. You wanted to do the, the tub the, with the with the <laughs> lingerie. You wanted to do the like, Tristratus thing. Yeah. You wanted to do the yeah. whole yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like. I've definitely seen girls work out in that exact outfit. Well, I'm pretty sure she comes down to the ring in that outfit. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that was in-ring gear. She comes yeah. down to the ring in in less than that. That's also yeah. a big thing that I don't understand about why people are, are, are tripping like, oh, Alexa Bliss, blah, blah, blah. First of all, Alexa Bliss wouldn't have did it if she didn't want to do it, period. Second of all, uh, okay. she, showed just as much, she shows just as much in the ring. Like, right. if you talk to any of these girls, right. they literally love coming out to the ring in draws and a bra. Well, because they've and, got the body, and, right? Like I hear you. And then, and not just that, but also because that's what the that's what the dudes do. Yeah, yeah they come out. And I know nothing. exactly how big Finn Balor's dick is. <laughs> that is uh, Randy Orton's as well, for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but how big is exactly. Fergal? He could pick yeah. it out of a lineup. Yeah, it's true. How, but how big is Fergal? Five, I swear on my, I do want to bet money that if you put five dudes in underwear in a lineup covering their face, and I just saw their dick through the underwears that I could pick Finn Balor out. <laughs> I've seen it thing that many times. I can't wait for AJ to get in the ring with Finn and then us play that clip. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I, I've seen it so many times. I've, I've, I've told, I've told I've Brandon. I've seen Finn Balor's, the shape of Finn Balor's dick, like 20 times. I've told, I've told 20, Brandon. 20 times this year, bro. Right. No, I understand. You're right. I told Brandon this story recently. I have a, a, a recent a friend who recently came out as gay, right? Uh, somebody who I've known for a long time. And we were hanging out one night. And, and like, I've known he's been a wrestling fan forever. And we were talking about because we hadn't talked about wrestling in a while. And I was like, so who are you into right now? And he was like, Finn Balor, but for other reasons. <laughs> and I was bro, like, I mean, Finn Balor is for everyone. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I was, right, was right. going to say, like, I'm a straight dude, and yeah. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. It works. It works. You're right if about somebody we said, actually, if they were like, AJ, we'll give you a million dollars, you got to fuck a dude, but you get to pick the dude? Uh, Finn Balor, I'm not saying he'd be the pick, but he'd be in the I, discussion. I can't believe I said that. When he brought that up, I said, I don't know if he's tall enough for me. <laughs> 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 I feel like I might like a taller gentleman in these maybe, circumstances. Maybe no, that's how Vince decides who he puts over. Or not. No, I was just going <laughs> to say, you, when I fuck this guy, yeah. I'd well, he was talking about all the beef in the ring. Oh, you was, took it from me. Was, I was, was waiting for the moment. To say. It, it was way over the top. It was way over the top. When what he are you going to do with all this beef, pal? Beef. 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 <laughs> There's a lot of beef in here. It was a really erotic episode of Monday Night Raw, now that I think about it. Raw, Raw was drunk this week, and I, I texted I, you guys. By that. the way, I would li- it was drunk, and I would also like uh, a public apology from whoever it was last week that talked shit about how hot Bobby Lashley was because this week completely uh, certified everything I said last week. Did it? Yes, it did. Did, did it? you hear the pop when he won? Did it? Did you hear the pop when he won? No. It was big. 
It was his biggest Again, Finn I, Balor I, I stick. I think the, the package, <laughs> not that we're a different type of package, has been perfected for Bobby Lashley. Yeah, this is what is. it should be. This is what we're doing, by the way. This is the Bobby, show we're by doing. The way, Bobby, just... By the way, let's be honest for a second here. Yeah. Look at Bobby Lashley. Oh. Yes. His package is perfect, too, you know. Well, you know the second... what if it's a Barry Bonds situation? Oh, uh-huh. Oh, what man. if it's one of those? A- AJ, I will say this: the second they announced that match, I knew he was winning. I don't know why, I just felt it. Like, I was like, I was like, the way the episode was going, I was like, Bobby Lashley's winning the title. I, I just knew it. And now look, my big thing is this: this is my question, right? If we're saying that, are we assuming that Seth Rollins? I'm going to ask this question: Are we assuming that Seth Rollins is not about to continue feuding with Bobby Lashley? Yes. So if Seth Rollins doesn't feud with Bobby Lashley, this is building to Bobby Lashley and Elias, correct? Yes, it yes, one hundred percent. I agree. Which is, which is how it should be, and and Elias should win. Absolutely, one thousand yes. percent. That's exactly yes, correct. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly the way that should play out. No doubt. I can't wait. Oh, it would be amazing. Either. Yeah, of course. I can't wait either. And, and and now I feel very strongly that Seth Rollins is winning the Royal Rumble. And now yes. I've got more questions about Elias's dick. Um... <laughs> I just want to know. I yeah, he wears jeans. What a cock tease. Right. Now, uh, now let's get to the other part of the Alexa Bliss thing, which is the announcement of the women's tag titles, which was obviously far less interesting. Um, and uh, by the way, uh, we talk a lot of shit on WWE, but I would like to give you guys an opportunity to apologize for all the shit you talk about WWE because they did this. We didn't consider this as an option. Oh, the and Elimination this, Chamber? This is better no, than dope. a tournament. This is better than uh, a series. Um, a match on Raw versus ma- two teams on Raw face each other, and then two teams on SmackDown face each other. The winners face. This is better than any other. The idea only thing. I, well, I'm not going to. I don't you know this. if I agree with you. The only thing I'm I not like gonna the say tournament. Is, I love tournaments. Well, I do like but, tournaments. No, this is this I, is. But I agree. A sick, a six team. No, I think match, I think that's elimination dope. Chamber? I'm still. G- not- give me a tag match that ends at WrestleMania, a drawn out eight week no, tournament no. that really builds up and ends at Mania. I, I here's what it. here's what I would say. I like that. Aaron, but I don't like it as much as this. What I would say beyond that is I also still don't like it as much as introducing the women's tag belts at your first ever all-women's pay-per-view. I still don't like it as much as that either. Um, but I, I I would rank that one, this two, and then tournament early, three. Early favorites early favorites for Raw, off of Raw and off of SmackDown. Who you got? Back I got a dark, I got a dark and Bailey versus Iconics. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's... But, like, they're... Okay, so let's book this. There's going to be six tag teams in this thing. We know yeah. those are two of them, right? right unless squad. Unless, of course, if Sasha Banks were to somehow win. Not the, Oh, my God. How fucking... Like, <laughs> like, Bro, by the way, I did, uh, Sasha Banks came and trained last week. Wow. At 3D with uh, with her husband, Surratt. That's cool. And she was, do- she was going over, like, like moves and counters let's- and shit she's going to try to do with Ronda. We're in for a treat. Can okay, we, we, oh, hang on. I have to ask about that, though. Do you want to know? Because I remember the night we were hanging out at Extreme Rules. Do you remember they were uh, choreographing the yeah. Sasha? Was it no? It was Alicia, Noam, Sasha, and and Rich was the match. Rich, uh-huh. And I legitimately like had to try to like start a new conversation with somebody else. Um, no, see, to me, I don't care about knowing the spots. In the match, the as long as I don't know the finish. Okay, all right, I can dig well, that. Let's can we can, let's let's go through the teams and and, then... I, and you know what? Sometimes now that I've like really been working, I've been doing a bunch of shows, and I've wrestled on a bunch of shows, and I've had matches, and I've wrestled at the school, and I do a lot of stuff here. Like, I kind of also like knowing what the what the end's going to be and seeing how those people get there. 
doing the math. I get that. I get that that would be interesting. Uh, this is the, the separate for me just yeah. as a fan. I don't want to know, right? Like, I don't – can you – can you watch a sporting event on um, DVR? Like, if if would you? Yeah, be I a- watch. Yeah, I mean, I do, but I only watch it when I don't know what the. Vision That's part. what I'm you saying. Go into the like, cone of silence. Like that part for me, I can't watch sports on DVR, dude. I, like, you guys can make fun of, as much fun as me as you want. I am a nerd about tennis. Everybody knows that. And this kid, Francis Tiafo from College mm-hmm. Park, fucking beating Kevin Anderson last night is one of the coolest things I've ever goddamn seen. Like, that's how much of a nerd I am. I would not have had half as much joy if – not even a tenth of as much joy if I hadn't seen the whole path and how it got there. If I would have just been like, okay, you know, like I know he's going to win. Now let's see how the whole thing plays out. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it almost to the I point where I just wouldn't be able to watch it. And that's my – as a fan, like I get for you as somebody who's, who's doing it and who's in the middle of it and like, you know, sort of studying the art of it, it's a totally different thing. But for me as a fan, like I just it, I, it can't give me the same amount of joy, which is why I always bitch about the non-live, you know, smackdowns and shit. Yeah. Because like I just, ugh, you know, like it's really hard. I'm not saying I still can't enjoy it in some way. Like even if I get the spoiler, um, you know, like because I don't watch most show, wrestling shows live, and even if somehow I get a spoiler, I'm not saying I can't enjoy it at all. Like I'll still enjoy it, but it's just not the same. I don't get the same delight of the complete unknown. Yeah. Um. I have one question to ask you guys before. Ah, I go. yes, All right. right. Who had the best match this week in WWE? There's one answer. Now, hang on a second. No, there's you not know, one I answer. I think there's one. There's, now, there's whoa, whoa, not whoa, whoa. One stop, stop. Because Aaron and I are probably going to ask the same question. Are we? And in- yes, Saturday counts. Are we including NXT UK? No. Right. Because yeah, why not? Yes, of course we have to. Yeah, that does that does yeah. completely there's change. There's still it. one answer. Well, no, I, I, I know what your two close. answers. I, I, I'm not going to have any hate on Andrade Ray because that was wonderful. That is my pick. Come that on. is, like, that is the one answer. Grizzled young vets and was see, this is what's amazing. This is what's going to end up giving it to uh, Andrade Ray because my vote was going to be for Tony and Rhea. That was going to well, be my vote. Of course, you were going to vote for Tony. What, dude? That did you watch the match? Oh, I did. I did. I'm not saying anything against it. I, I'm going to make Mustache w- Mountain versus Grizzled Young Vets was was very amazing. good. Was very good. Listen, I don't think you can compare pay per view matches to matches that are on the regular shows. Well, well, well they are. The pay per view yeah. matches are always yeah. going to be better. I mean, in theory. Well, okay, and that's why most of the time pay per view matches will win when they're up. You yep. say that though, but I don't know if that's I don't necessarily think it's true. A fair it's actually comparison. not always true. Yeah, I think there's plenty of times where. Dude, I like, but here's the thing. Here, that, that's true. But here's the thing: you gotta realize we also have a pay per view match of like the of uh, the month category this year. Wait, so, yes, I said that. When yeah, we he first did. did it. He did say that. Yes. So because you listen of to that, the show, it's good. You just keep these in your mind because when February comes around, we're gonna have to pick. Like the the matches from the pay per views can win match of the week. But they can. Oh, they're also eligible for the pay per view match of dog, the month. Dog, uh, it's gonna be really hard. I mean, like, it. it you know, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. We'll talk more about uh, NXT UK later on in the show. All right, uh, AJ, you got to run. Uh, yeah, I do. All right, get your plugs in. So this Sunday, it's official. Finally, gonna be here. It's uh, SCW matters at the Sausage Castle. Um, we got. Sugar, the real Sugar Bear in the main event, uh, as he fucking belongs in the main event. Throw cereal. Uh, uh, I got to. They do have to throw cereal at me. That's a great idea. Um, we got Joey Ryan. We got Bull Dempsey. We got Simon Gotch. Um, a whole bunch of other people are going to be there. We got um, 
uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, that used to from TNA, Jesse Neal, who's the, now the Atomic Pro Wrestling Champion. It's going to be a great show. It's a free show. If you follow me on social media at AJ Francis 410, you'll find all the information. You'll be able to uh, find Joy over there if you happen to be in Florida. Um, and like I said, you guys are going to be in for a treat if you come to that show. We always do a big at SCW. And uh, once again, you can follow me on social media at AJ Francis 410. All right, dude. Uh, have an awesome show on Sunday. We will talk to you next week. All right, brother. Later, brother. Uh, when we come back in, we'll, we'll cover anything else we need to cover from Raw. Plus, we'll talk SmackDown as well. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. And he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Score big at the Green Turtle with our legendary crab dip, juicy burgers, or any of our delicious boardwalk iced teas and lemonades. Bring the whole team and celebrate your latest win in our rent-free party room. Need to raise money for your sports league or team? Our Funds for Friends program has raised over $1 million for local sports organizations. Everyone is a winner at the Turtle. Visit thegreenturtle.com to find your local turtle. Kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about Chuck Brown right now? Like Trouble Funk? Yeah, right? Getting some mumbo sauce. Oh, man, it all sounds good to me. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. AJ's got to run back to training. So, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live with you for another segment. You got your port this week? Got it. Yeah. Everything's good? Oh, hang on, Larry. I can... (laughs) I can put my my pancake mix into the port. uh, (laughs) What was in there? Eggs and And, frozen vegetables. It was pretty gross. It was pretty gross. And Becky drank that shit like a champ. God bless Becky. You could tell a little bit that there was a little bit of like a... Yeah. Yeah, On her way to the ring. She had the camera on her the whole time. Um, Anything... Before we get more into SmackDown, is there anything else we needed to cover from Raw that we didn't get to in segment number one? Bobby Lashley's the Intercontinental Champion. We kind of talked about it. We kind of talked about it. Didn't really talk about it, but yeah, he is. Um... We've got... What did you make of the weird... Like, do you think that they they just did the thing with gender to try to make... Finn seemed like more of an underdog. Was that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, it was yep. the Daniel Bryan moment. I think. I think I was texting Aaron. I was like, "Well, whoever is doing that is winning." You know, <laughs> like, right? If you have two exactly. matches in a night. Like, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Um, are we getting like? Let's assume we're not getting Cena Daniel Bryan, even though I think we still are likely getting Cena Daniel Bryan. Is it? Is Cena Drew a thing? Like, we're getting that. It has at to a be. big moment, right? It has to be. There has like, to be is that something. mania? Should we yeah. start pivoting there? Maybe. I don't know. I, <sighs> there has to be something. I, I, I guess here's what I would say. If you're John Cena, and maybe it's the Chris Jericho thing, right? Like maybe that's just what it is at this point, that you've accepted your – there is an inherent amount of risk to be involved as a professional wrestler right now. You are in a new career where you're going to be asked to do things physically that you don't want to risk getting hurt. Is this – is that what's worth it? For you, and I get like from a and kayfabe thing. He's like, oh, I'm I'm a wrestler. I'm doing, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, real talk. You you were just in a true box office smash. Correct. Well, I mean, it was it was the I think it was the least successful of any of the Transformer films. At box a, it, was, it was the best reviewed. Well, it was the best reviewed. That's true. And it was also and look, even the least successful Transformer movie is still a very successful yeah. movie in general. But 
um, you are becoming a more bankable commodity as a as an actor. I wouldn't call him a movie star just yet, but as an actor, is he's, is he's where The Rock was early on. Is Lars Sullivan is. And I'm not trying to compare Lars Sullivan, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is more accomplished, but let's still not pretend like Drew McIntyre is, you know, the guy that they once thought he was going to be once upon a time. He's a veteran. He's a guy that's been around the block, but he's never been a champion. You know what I mean? Like he's, it's still Drew McIntyre that we're talking about. Is that the type of thing that's worth it for the risk that's involved for John Cena? Really? I think. Based on, again, trying to get into John Cena's mind, this role that he's transitioning into, he seems to almost relish the idea of putting over guys. You know, he's been super Cena for so long. He's been the guy that buries it. It seems like he enjoys, you know, letting people beat him all of a sudden. I mean, he didn't have to take that pin, but he did. And then he put over Fowler, even though I thought it went a little over the top there at the end. Yeah. But um, And this is a match with Baron Corbin in it. And yeah, Cena took like, the pin. Corbin should have taken the pin there. I hear you. I hear you. I think in part that was done purposely for Finn, right? Like I think that was in part a purposeful. Yeah. They have to make him seem. I'm like saying a big... at WrestleMania, and this is where it's different than Chris Jericho, right? Like I know that we all like Chris Jericho, and know that Chris Jericho has other things that he's done, but Chris Jericho wasn't in major motion pictures. You know what I mean? Like that's not the life that Chris Jericho was living at that point. For re- all of this, for the payoff to be, you're going to face Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania in a non-title match that really doesn't have any implications whatsoever. Or Lars Sullivan or whatever. Right. right. I, I don't think it's Lars Sullivan. I, I don't think he would do it for that. If but, he can say, like, you know, a passing the torch thing and you really play it all up. I think you do. I mean, they were already kind of going back and forth. You know, he brought back the ruthless aggression thing. You could have Drew McIntyre talk about how you know he was the chosen one, and the only reason I, he look, didn't I, become the chosen I'm not one saying was because you can't of John have a, Cena. I, again, I think there's two different things here. I think you can have a great yeah. story between Drew McIntyre and John Cena. But I, I think Cena would like a to great do it. program. Yes, is what I'm saying. But is it worth it? What I would say is, even if in his heart of hearts he says I want to, shouldn't somebody else be saying to him like, dude, what are you doing? You're John Cena. Your brand is bigger than this. You're not The Rock, and I'm not trying to pretend like he's The Rock, and I get it. Like You can't just demand, hey, I'll only come back if it's for a championship match against your top guy. That's it. I certainly get that John Cena's like, I'm going to work. I'm going to show up at Raw. I'm going to have some matches. I'm going to do all that. But for your brand, for what you're trying to be, is that it? it I uh, I hate saying this because I can't say this without trashing Drew McIntyre, but it feels low rent to me for what John Cena wants to be as a brand. It just depends on what if. I don't think it feels low rent if by SummerSlam Drew McIntyre is the the face of the company, or not necessarily the face of the company because obviously you know there are other guys. But if he's the champion, if he's the guy, if this is the all right, I'm giving you this run. Yeah. Or if you book it in a way that he wins, right? But it's in a way that makes Drew look crazy great. Drew wins the title from John Cena after he breaks the record. Maybe. Maybe that. Because that's happening, right? Guys, I think this is one of the problems that I have. Maybe part of this is that 
I'm not a believer in Drew McIntyre the way to that extent. Like, I like Drew McIntyre. I think he's a great look. I think he's a hoss. I don't. I don't. I. What's he missing in your eyes? I think there's two things that he's missing. I think one thing that he's missing. I don't think he's as good on the microphone as we all want to believe that he is. I think that it's Roman Reignsy from the beginning of Roman Reigns. I'm glad that AJ is not here for this conversation. <laughs> He'd be killing you right now. I think that he's fine when you keep it short, right? Like, I think it's fine when yeah. just come out and deliver a line, and that's it, and be done with it. The more he talks, you're kind of like, Ugh. I just don't think it's there. I don't... I- I don't... I've seen him cut the promos, though. That's the thing. Like, I agree with you that, you know, on, in the main roster run, he hasn't quite had it. But I feel like he's capable of it because, like, remember when uh, Evolve was doing the TNA thing and, then, like, the anti-WWE thing and he came on? Yeah. He was cutting some really good promos. Okay. I mean, if you're, you you can tell me that. Maybe it's true. Maybe there's that's there. I have never – I have seen him – I, I, Yeah, I, I agree with you that he I have seen really him good, cut good lines. I've seen him have good lines and look like a badass for a few words. But what I've seen typically is when he's got to go beyond that, there's not a lot there. And I get it. That's a very difficult thing. Like that is an unbelievably difficult thing to go from somebody who's good at cutting a line to a guy that can – dominate a conversation and make a presence felt for five to ten minutes within a segment i've never felt that with drew mcintyre i've seen a lot of things that i like again the look is obvious the whole deal the performance i think the other part of it that makes it difficult for me is there is a lot of baggage there right like it's harder for me to think of a guy who's the face of the company that and then you i guess here's the uh, the comparison can make it's very different if you had told me six years ago that AJ Styles was going to be the guy they were going to hitch their wagons to, I would have said, okay. Like, I like AJ Styles. He's an awesome performer, but this is WWE we're talking yeah, about. Well, they're I was not the same way. They're not hitching their, their but wagons to AJ Styles. You're also starting to be proven right about that. Because eh, it, it's kind of no. stale. I don't know. They've really hitched their wagons to him for far longer than I ever would have. I like, was going to say, he's been great. He's selling more merchandise than everybody. He is the face that runs the place, more or less. I mean, like, he's had it for a better part of two years. You know what I mean? Like, And yeah. I would have never imagined there being right. a two-year but stretch. But it's starting to... I, I, you're probably right about that. But I would say for two years, they really made him... The guy, and, and for at least a, a year, he was show. by far the hottest thing on yeah. the show. Like, right. And again, I, th- I think... Probably with Reigns out, he sells the most, mer- most merchandise right now. Might be. Might be the case. Yeah. Um, in that, If you want to use that as the argument that you can see past all of the stuff, with Drew McIntyre, I'm always – it's going to be difficult for me to look at him and not think about everything else and not think about I was watching you in a, an elementary school gym three years ago on a Saturday afternoon. Not to say there's anything wrong with that. Not to say there haven't been stars that have gone through that. But – it's a different story and not typically the one for a guy that I'm used to being the top guy in a company. You know what I mean? I'm just not used to that being the guy that shot up, fell back to earth, became kind of an indie darling, and then got another chance. What, but, you, but you didn't have that problem with Daniel Bryan. Of course, I mean, he built obviously had it was to build a, up. It but. was a completely different thing, right? Like, Why? When Daniel Bryan finally got there, the, the blip on the radar was that it was like six months. You know what I mean? It like was something they 
right, basically they, made him do and then fired him for it. Right. They fucked that up. Like, yeah. it wasn't like Daniel Bryan had to go. Wait, wait, wait. Daniel Bryan, I saw him at the in the Manassas. Oh, you're talking about after WWE. I'm talking about the fact that. Okay. Okay. Right. You're, you're viewing that differently. Not yes. just that he was at there, but he was at there after it's being in WWE. a completely different thing. Okay. I'm saying on, okay, your, on your rise, everybody's rise involves that. Everybody's rise involves, or should. I know, obviously, it didn't for John Cena or for Sheamus or for certain guys like that. Um, but for most guys, and that's not unfair to John Cena. John Cena definitely. I was about to say, yeah. John Cena spent more yeah, time than Double Team Dream on ab- the Indies. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. That's unfair to John Cena. Um, but for most guys, there's that. But it's not shoot up, be a rising star, then go back to that. Right. It, that and then be top guy in a company. It's fair. Typically, you rise and you rise. Right. Like that's typically the way that it works. This is so vastly different. That I've always I get that that Vince McMahon still likely loves Drew McIntyre now for all the same reasons that he loved Drew McIntyre the first time, right? Like I don't doubt that that's still there, but this has not usually been the guy that a company this path hasn't been the path that's delivered top guy in the company usually. But again, I, I point to AJ Styles. That's not a path career non WWE guy becoming suddenly late in their career WWE guy and then being the face of the company isn't normally the way that it goes. It's made me think that it's possible the EC3 could be that guy. If you're willing to do it with AJ Styles, why in the shit wouldn't you be willing to do it with EC3? I, like today, if you ask me which guy do you believe is more is a more believable top guy in the company in the next three years, I would tell you I have more reason to believe in EC3 than I did in Drew McIntyre. But that's because I've seen that path more recently i've seen them be more willing to fully 100 percent no hindrance embrace somebody that wasn't their guy in a late stage of their career i've never seen this path before with drew mcintyre doesn't mean it won't happen doesn't mean he can't do it but it's a path i've never seen combined with a skill set that i i to me is missing something is missing one thing that wasn't missing that with AJ Styles. I've known for a long time that AJ Styles could handle 10 minutes, you know, with a microphone and dominating a segment. I know for fucking sure that EC3 can, right? Like, there is no doubt in my mind that if EC3 had to go be the main event of the show next week and talk, he would be just fine for 10 minutes. I don't know if that's something that Drew McIntyre can do. You're telling me that you've seen it. You're telling me that he can. I hope that's the case. I guess I would say I wish they would have done that with him at some point so that I could feel more comfortable with it. Right. And, and you know, AJ's not here to be pissed about this, but right. I put him in the same category as Bobby Lashley, where it's like there's all these things there that are great, but if you see, if you, see you know, if John Cena has the title and that's who's fighting him, you know they're not winning. You know that's that that's that that's guy. How it's felt to me. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's the guy who always used to be on like uh, you know the non big pay per views back in the day. Like oh, breaking ground is John Cena versus this guy. Right, right. Those are those Umaga. guys. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like. I, 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 I'm with you. Like, I you know, don't, it's funny you say I that. I can't though, feel because... how he can get to the next right. step. I, you know, what's funny about that is like. I'd be the guy that would make the argument for Bobby Lashley. I'd be like, I wish they would have just hitched their wagons to him at some point, right? Because, Jesus Christ, how do you not look at him and say... But how can you say that about him and not about Drew? I, I, guess, I, also say, I, I think they're right. very similar. Right. In that I know. Part it's of the, the reason that thing. I have confidence that they, that they can is I know that deep down 
they're infatuated with those guys. They, they didn't get the chosen, you know. No, I hear you. Drew McIntyre didn't get the chosen one, and Lashley didn't get the, the main event with Donald Trump by accident. Right. No, I know. I know you're right about that. Yeah. I just, for whatever reason, I've not, I just haven't felt it in Drew McIntyre. He, needs, just, he needs Paul Heyman or something. You know, he needs, he needs, I mean. I'm not opposed. Leo has helped Bobby a lot. I will agree with yeah. AJ on that. I still am not on board completely, but. Right. It's way better than when he was coming out with the baseball cap and yeah, trying to cut the you know. and just smiling. Yeah, just, just yeah, like yeah. smiley was never the way to go. Yep. It was give him someone to order him to attack and then let him attack. Yep, I agree. All I, right, I like the thing that we almost did that we didn't do because we got a big thing about Sasha Banks and whatever. But like, who is going to be in this? Uh, oh yeah, the tournament? all right. Yeah. Let's try to knock that out. Let's try to knock sixteen. Right. There's a couple obvious ones. Well, right? the iconics are obvious. Sasha the, and Bayley. Riot Squad right. is obvious. Mandy and Sonya, probably. Right. So that's four. Right there. That alone is four of these teams. I would argue that if they're doing this with Naomi and Mandy, then you need to have Naomi and somebody as a team. Bring back Cameron. Bring uh, back Cameron. I don't think anybody, oh, no. I don't no, think anybody okay. would. I think Everyone can... wants that, don't they? No. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. The funny thing is, I don't know who it would be. But I would. I would love if it was like Nikki Cross. I would love if it was just badass Nikki Cross. I, I, I kind of want. I kind of want a uh, Mickey Nikki team. Well, I don't hate that because they're both badass. So like that kind of works. But I don't know where Mickey is currently. Like I don't know. Like she could be anywhere. You should do Alicia Fox and Nikki Cross. Well, well I should do Alicia Fox and anyone. Um, although, like. Did did they say specifically three from Raw and three from SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yes. Okay. Oh, um. Well, we got right now. We got two from both from both sides. Right. I mean, clearly at this point, it's going to be a hodge. It's going to be some third. Right. Oh, Tamina, Tamina and Nia. Oh. Well, oh yeah, Tamina and Nia is pretty obvious. That's a good point. So there's Raw. Right, and then yeah. SmackDown literally. Nikki Cross and Naomi. Sure. You Why know not? what I mean? Why like, I'd love that. I'd love it. Um, she'll be the one that comes in and helps her against. Uh, right, right, and, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Why not? All that makes sense. Um, I'm ten. High fives. High fives all around. Let's do it. Uh, where do we print the shirts? You know what I mean? Or even uh, if they did it with Carmella for some I guess, reason. I guess here's the, here's the other question. Would they put the Bellas in there? Oh, it does smell like something they would want to do. I, I want that. Yeah, I, I, like, I think it makes it a bigger this deal. This actually, for, for, for this particular one, I actually think that makes sense. And also because you're not so far removed from them being around it doesn't right. feel as awkward. I, I think there's great value in doing that. So, yes, I would say absolutely you could use the Bellas and just randomly insert them back on SmackDown next week. And right. Then, I mean, they're, they're yeah, both I mean, basically free agents, so you can say it. Right. And Daniel Bryan's there anyway, so, like, it would make a whole, a whole heck of a lot of sense if that was the route you went. So who wins? The, the Iconics. Uh, I, That's the right answer. Do you, do you think so over Sasha and Bailey? Yes. Uh, I think that the answer is definitely not Sasha and Bailey. I think that's too... Telegram. Well, I, actually, you know what? You do Iconics, then you can have Sasha and Billy win at Mania if you wanted. If that's the right, you go. I'm fine with that. I just yeah. think it's too telegraphed if you're first champions. Now, somebody might say that's the way it should be. It should be that your first champions were the ones that were obvious. You raised the prestige of it. Right, yeah. correct. But uh, to me, it's too much. It's too... I, I need the first champions to be something that causes strife, that there's a conversation that comes out of it. I think if Sasha and Bailey win, it's just sort of like, okay, well, we did that. You could have just given them the belts. You know what I mean? Like, they, they need to do that. I think this is how you make somebody's stars. I think this is the moment, particularly, the Iconics have been waiting for to matter. Um, I think it's perfect to have the Iconics forever be able to say, 
we were the first ever women's tag team champions. I think we're all assuming that at some point the Sasha Bailey thing has to run out because you do have to go back to having them do things that matter individually. Whereas the Iconics, I don't know that you think of ever as being a team that you're concerned about the individual accomplishments. And so I think that it's great for as long as they exist, them being able to come out and remind everybody, don't forget, we were the first ever women's tag team champions. I'll say this, though. If you want to do uh, heel Bellas winning the titles and then have Sasha and Bailey go over the Mania, that's a big it's match. A, no, Mania. it's definitely a huge main event. Or not, not main event, but a huge but, but yeah. you know, main event type of match at WrestleMania. There's no doubt about that. I think that would work as well. All in for all of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm thumbs up. Look, again, the only thing I don't understand is why you didn't. All right, never mind. Let's not do it again. <laughs> uh, all right, what else from SmackDown that we need to cover? Let's from roll through Oh, I, yeah, we got to move on. We got to Done with Raw. Yeah. So let's do done SmackDown. Um, SmackDown. Ray and... It was great. Uh, I can't believe I have to just say Andrade. That's the one thing yeah, that annoys that's me about dumb. it. That's so dumb. Why do they keep doing this? It's like, like what, what is and that? And this is the one I think that's harmful. Like, some of the ones, like, okay, you dropped Alexander from Rusev. No big deal. This, I think, is Andrade just doesn't sound good. No, that's it the point. Doesn't. Right. Although, I will say, I had one. I agree with you completely, but I had one thought, which is the one that I thought the same thing about five years ago or whatever when they did that with Cesaro, and now you can't even think of him as... No, you're right. You're right about that, Antonio. Like at first right. you were like, what? Yeah. This is weird. I, I but think I, it's easier to, to drop the some first of those, name than drop the last name, I, though. I don't disagree with that, and some of those names are are kind of perfect. Here's what I would say. I would compare this to the Apollo Crews thing, right, where, like, a- Apollo could be anything. Andrade is a common name in Latin culture, right? Like, I... I I'll do the bit that I did before. How many – the Apollo thing was awful. I think Andrade will come up far quicker. If I just Google search the word Andrade. Wait, was he just Apollo for a little while? Yeah, you don't remember that? Oh, my God. Uh, the, the, because... the first one is uh, Demetrius Andrade. Okay, sure. Ooh, by the way, big wrestling fan, I found out. Uh, how about that? Uh, yeah. and for what it's worth, Andrade Cien uh, almost comes up third. He's the third in a Google search. So that's not the not end of the terrible. world. It's not the end of the world, but if you search Andrade Cien almost – He's the first that comes up, and that's sort of my point, right? Like, when you, when you, when you cut Alexander Rusev down to Rusev, there wasn't going to be another Rusev that was going to come up before that. When you cut um, Apollo Crews down to Apollo, <laughs> you big, big like he wasn't one of the first 5,000 things that you Google searched. <laughs> when you cut Antonio Cesaro down to Cesaro, it was still the first thing that happened when you searched Cesaro. I, to me, that's the value. It's the, this one doesn't work for me because you're – you're you're allowing there to be confusion that doesn't make any sense that's dumb don't do that um also not just that but like just as as simple as when the ring announcer says your name the way he said andrade cn almost was great yeah you're right andrade was just like yeah it was awkward uh, it was awkward yeah he was you could tell it was awkward for him to say it like speaking speaking of awkward the final segment of the show yeah i'm i'm concerned like, what was that? And, like, I, I literally, like, as the show went off, I'm like, that, that's it? Because, of course, I don't watch anything live, so I didn't realize it was 10 o'clock. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, there's not something. That's how you ended the show? Was just that? Uh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. For, for the first time, I'm very concerned with where the storyline is going. It, it feels like they, they're ready to do the turn, and they don't know what else to do. Well, I mean, you have to have them win first, right? Have them win, but 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 doesn't is that how it feels yes, though? This, this was like the it type felt of, like he was going to kick him in the right, face in this, this segment. This is the segment that you do to set up the term. This is turn. This is festival of friendship. This is right. this you know like all of those things. You do this segment 
to set up the turn. The one thing they did that I thought was good, and and, and God, Shane sucks. I can't stop <laughs> saying it. That that's part of the problem. It's the problem. The problem is Shane sucks. And my God, I, like I can't. I'm so sorry. I can't. I can't even let him talk because I can't get past the fucking breathing. I yeah. can't do it. So he was really bad, but the writers wrote. The, no, it was the, the whole thing was Drek. Well, but no, but they wrote the, the whole, but they wrote the segment. call back to the Miz thing, which is the one thing they did right, 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 where they had him say to the Miz what the Miz said to him right. about the, here's all of your accolades, you're the best ever. So they're definitely setting up. The, right. They just have too much time. I feel. I feel like I. I don't think they're going to win. I think that like more and more, the screams Miz is turning right at the rumble. Yeah, I agree. Or or at least. They watch this and change their mind to that. <laughs> or they should like, I mean, here's the problem, really, what it is. That type of segment has worked twice in the history of wrestling. One is when you had Mick Foley and The Rock, two of the greatest mic workers of all time. The other time is when you had Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, two of the greatest mic workers of all time. Any other time they've tried to do it, it sucked. What was because the really, it's not the really... segment that works, it's the people. Yeah, what was the really bad one? It Was it Sasha and someone? or It, it, was, it was Alexa and Bailey. Oh. God, it was so bad. And th- this is worse, though. Yep. Yep. This is, I think this is worse than that. <laughs> it was definitely worse. It was bad. Um, and again, it's Shane. It's Shane. He's awful. He is an absolute brick wall. And I thought he hurt himself at the end God. when he did the move, when he did the coast to coast. I, I mean, yeah. unless he's just really good selling. I, he looked hurt. There is nothing there, dude. There he is, always the, looks hurt, though. The, so. the emperor has no clothes. There is nothing there. It is painful. Like, I, I know I kind of went off on this last week, and, and you think I would have shot my wad. It's only getting worse. There is, there is nothing. The Shane McMahon thing is over. They it's can't keep this. I mean, what, what they basically have to do is they have to have Miz turn and Miz put him on the shelf for months Correct. for this to work to yeah. get Correct. to Mania. Correct. I mean, I don't even know if that works. Like, I, I well, but it works because you you get right. You at least get the do whatever con- right, for two fine. months, and then you have him show back up right before Mania. Ugh. There's one other thing that might could save this, and that's right. that's if 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 Shane's heel turn involves him passing the torch to someone else to beat the shit out. I mean, of Miz. like I'm fine, but I just don't even know what I would want from that. I don't. Right th- now. I mean, this segment reeked Miz heel turn. Reeked Miz heel turn. I still feel like Shane. Well, I look. I've. I started this by saying I think it was Shane. Then I realized I don't really, I don't really want that. I really want this to be the Miz and a long con yeah. on the Miz because well, that makes the Miz so that's, good. That would be better, right? Um, but I don't want a long con now because I don't want more of this. I don't <laughs> like. I well, that's why I'm saying I, I, you this get is the my hot fault. Tag at the Rumble and you immediately this do it is, there. Look, this is my fault. When this thing started, I said I want a Shane McMahon Miz buddy cop picture, and I forgot, or I didn't. Shane sucks. I just didn't realize. <laughs> How much Shane sucks. He's <laughs> he's getting worse and worse somehow. Like, Thank you. He was yeah. bad last year. Thank God I'm not the only time. person that's noticed it. The, it is unbelievable. Oh, I mean, you know, when he came back, I was a you know I'm a Shane Mark. Right. I still I still have fond memories of him not being great but being entertaining. But again, as we all have to point out, his match with AJ Styles was tremendous. Like there have been yeah. moments where we've been like, okay, I'm not I'm not in love with Shane, but remember. It has gotten so much and worse. You're going to hate me, but the Undertaker match was not bad. It was fine. It, it was, was fine. It was one and of course, spot. It was a yes, bad Yes, it match. had an amazing moment. <laughs> it was a bad match yeah. with a great spot in What it. suddenly happened is I don't want him on my – this is the yeah. thing I was talking about with Bobby Lashley. 
I boo the moment I hear Shane McMahon's music now. I don't want Shane McMahon, dude. And maybe I'd feel differently about it if he wasn't sweating profusely and <laughs> creepily breathing. Maybe if it didn't involve that, I would not be as angry. I am angry when. I- All right. It's like Miss? watching the fucking president give a speech, Miss. Let's give this a shot. I'm like, what? Why are you? What is going on? And again, God bless him. I know he's been through a lot in his life. I understand all of that. But I can't watch. I cannot continue to watch Shane McMahon creepily breathe through every segment. I who, can't Who do would it. have thought that something involving The Miz would be the worst storyline in WWE? I, it's really – this is, this is criminal. It's well, criminal what's going on here. It's criminal. It we, shouldn't be like so this. So what did you guys think about the, uh, the AJ segment? I didn't think a lot of it. Like, I liked the – in theory, I liked it. But, like, I was sort of like, eh, it was only okay. I, I agree. It, it, it was it was weirdly set up. Yeah, it was. Hot dogs are all like yeah. The hot the dogs table. are just sitting on the table <laughs> with, with all the condiments. Like, on them. Again, in theory, I like the idea of let's have AJ kind of you know do a. It's like a rat battle, right? Like let's yeah. try, you know like I like that in theory, but it just didn't. It, it felt, was so much worse than last yeah. week, yeah. And, and, and that's the, the problem. Yeah. Is if you're going to do that, you have to get on that level. And right. the fans were so much more like obviously coached and you know it just it fell flat it really just fell flat i was like how weird was it when he came out and becky's in the ring and then he just like walks around the ring and goes up i mean everything about it was awkward have left the ring she shouldn't have right or or at least not without a shoulder bump or something like that yeah i did some you know try to set dominance right yeah i agree all right very good we good smackdown wise one quick thing are are we doing uh andrade ray long term like that was too good to just. I can yeah, really I mean, watch that every I, week. Absolutely. I mean, like, there, there was and a part of me up, that I said, I said last week, U.S. title. I've come up with the solution: hair versus mask at Mania. I mean, that works. Yes, that works. I don't, you know, sure. You you build up you build up the history of that style of match. Right. right. You make this really big, and you let them go out and just tear the house down. So it works. I I had another. So this is my takeaway from that: is that he is a real player going forward. Andrade looked like a real contender, uh, someone who could hold the title. I, I, I really believe that. Like, his look, everything about it. The only thing is, it scre- I, I don't know why, but it screams babyface to me. Like, it screams like he's going to be a big babyface in, like, a, a year. I think that he absolutely has that to, He has to that yes. look, that aesthetic. But I think, I think you keep strong heel. Yes. The best way to make a strong face is to have a strong, strong heel for some time. I don't think it should and, happen and get anytime yes. soon. Correct. But I just had this feeling when he's standing there that you're just looking at him like, that guy, it's what Drew McIntyre doesn't have. You look at him and you're like... Holy shit! Yeah, like, this guy could be huge. I agree. I mean, my, the 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 one hesitation there is we saw what how they envisioned him as a babyface. We saw, you know, when well, he first came before. to NXT, we saw that, and yeah. it wasn't until they added Selena Vega, they turned him heel, that we real that you know all the package came. Just like with Lashley, agreed. Give him a manager, right. all the package comes together. Agreed. I they would it would have to be they would have to evolve what they envisioned him as. I mean, the as original as New face. Day was awful too. Also true. Also so, true. No doubt about that. All right, when we come back in, Scorpio Sky is going to join us, SCU, and they are part of All Elite Wrestling, and he's, they're also coming to Defy this weekend in Seattle. So we'll talk to him about all of that. I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, he's Brandon, this is Jobbing Out. 
Press Box's annual Best of Baltimore Sports Double Issue is now available. Presented by Maryland Sports Commission, this issue recognizes UMBC basketball's Ryan Odom and Jarris Lyles as our local sports persons of the year. Plus, 60 more are in the spotlight as we look at the top people, performances, and moments of the year. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Orioles, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. FCU! Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and wow. Um, well, this man's just had a boring month, right? Like, he hasn't really been up to anything. I can't think of... I know he's going to Defy in Seattle, but Scorpio Sky, that's just about all that you've been doing of late, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been pretty much just uh, sitting around <laughs> eating donuts and relaxing, enjoying my uh, my downtime and, and doing nothing important at all. <laughs> Scorpio Sky is with us here on uh, Jobbing Out. And, of course, uh, everybody's excited about All Elite Wrestling. And, my God, like – is there? Have you even been able to like get a second to sit back and like try to describe what this feeling is like right now for you and the guys to be a part of this thing? You know, uh, every single day I wake up and and it's kind of almost like uh, I want to pinch myself because I'm I'm overwhelmed and extremely excited about what's happening and things going forward. And but at the same time, I have to be prepared and you know I have to uh, get ready and. Because right now is basically the calm before the storm. And, uh, you know, things are uh, all in prep mode for me now. So I just, I'm focusing my, on myself and getting in the best shape I possibly can. And, uh, you know, I think this is going to be a, a big spotlight on, on myself as well as with Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. So it's important for us to all be at our best. Hey, can you just take us through the past few months? When did you know this was happening? Just, just take us through everything. I'm so sorry. It, it broke up uh, every word. I couldn't hear. Uh, no, could you try to explain like the last couple of months and just when you knew everything was coming through? Can you kind of walk us through this whole deal? Well, you know, I was with Ring of Honor, um, and, uh, and which was is a great company, and um, I started with them in September of 2017, and I, so I was it with them just over a year. I was able to become a six-man tag team champion. Uh, with SCU, and I was able to become a tag team, world tag team champion with Frankie Kazarian. It was a great run. Ring of Honor has been around a long time, and uh, so I was really happy. But uh, once, you know, all the deals ran out in 2019 came, this opportunity was presented to me, and so uh, it was something I couldn't pass up. I had to take. He's a Scorpio Sky. He's with us here on Jobbing Out. Was there any trepidation at all? Like, you're doing, you're walking down a path that clearly has not been walked before, right? Like when you're doing this with all elite wrestling. Ring of Honor, clearly a great company, a wonderful company. This is something utterly different that you're getting involved with. Did you have any trepidation at all or anything like, you know, guys, uh, might not be bad to just sort of like hang out with a company that we know has been around. Like, did you have any of those feelings? <laughs> Honestly, no. I, I really, I'm, I'm really good at vibing things, I like to think. And uh, just in my gut, I have uh, a great feeling about this. And it, it also helps to know that you've got some of the best minds uh, leading the ship. You know, we've got uh, Cody Rhodes, we've got the Young Bucks, and, and Tony Khan. And so you know, just if one conversation with any of them, and 
I was sold, you know, it's, uh, it obviously it was, it's a huge risk for everyone, but I don't even think of it as a risk. I think of it as paving a new path and, um, you know, the wrestling business needs it. You know, was there, obviously the three of you, SCU decided to go there as a unit. Was there, did you even have to have that conversation or did you know, all right, whatever our next step is, we're doing this together. I think we all kind of thought it without saying it. Um, obviously, we haven't even, as a group, we haven't been around a long time. We yeah. started in, at the very end of December of 2017. And so I think around uh, May or something, we really caught fire, obviously, with being the elite, our appearances on that. And uh, we really got over with the fans. And so it's still a new, fresh thing. And I don't think any of us really considered breaking it up you know once you catch once you catch that lightning in a bottle for lack of a better term and uh you find an act that gets over uh, with the audience and connects with people on a deep level you don't want to take that away from them you want to ride that wave as as long as you can and enjoy it and honestly i've been wrestling for 15 plus years and and this is the most fun i've ever had so it was never really a conversation of like, hey, should we do this or should we do that or we're sticking together, right? No, it was it was just, you know, an SCU. That's, we're going to stick with it. It, it. By the way, we're talking to Scorpio Sky. We do want to plug, obviously, we've got a lot of listeners in Seattle and we love Defy. Aaron's been out for it. It's unbelievable. Uh, Defy never dies. I, I, I can't believe this match. Like, I... I know all elite wrestling is exciting, and I understand that Double or Nothing is going to be amazing. But, dude, this match that you guys are doing at Defy, um, holy crap, this should bring the house down. Well, you know, when Frankie and Chris and I were talking about doing select indie dates, um, once uh, all the the things were clear, to, once we were clear to do it, obviously, from our, our previous deals, um, the first company that I brought up was Defy. I said, we got to go to Defy because I, w- I had the opportunity to wrestle there one time last year. And it was uh, one of my favorite uh, shows I did all year. The crowd is so electric, so good. It's a great environment. It has this very new feel to it because from what I um, understand, wrestling was kind of dry yeah. in Seattle for a number of years. And then Defy brought it back, which is great. And so the fans are really uh, excited about what's going on out there. So I told Frankie and Chris, I said, we got to go to Defy. And um, that was the first date we put on our schedule uh, in 2019. So I'm very excited for the show this weekend and uh, even more excited about the match. They, they gave us a great matchup. Um, obviously, I, the, the guy, one of the guys on the other side, of the, Shane Strickland, is a guy I know pretty well. And uh, him and I have had a couple of bangers uh, in singles competition, so I think it's going to be even crazier in six-man. Let me just real quick get a plug-in before Aaron. Uh, DefyWrestling.com to get your tickets. Again, Shane Strickland, as well as Ravenous Randy Myers and Shaft against SCU. Holy crap, what a Saturday night it's going to be at Washington Hall in Seattle. Yeah. What do you know about Randy Myers? Have you seen much of him, and uh, how do you uh, plan on getting in the ring with him? You know, unfortunately, I don't know a ton about the other two guys, which gives them an advantage, clearly, because, uh, you know, we, we're, we travel all over the, uh, the world and we see talent, but I have not, and I, I probably have seen him, but I just, I'm Phew. spacing a little bit on, 
but I've heard very yeah very you know things. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know if you saw him there's no doubt about that hey I, I got an interesting question for you Scorpio Sky with us when when this whole thing was coming together with AEW what was the one question that like you had to have answered either by Cody or Tony Khan whoever it was what was like the biggest one that you said I needed to know this before I could give it a thumbs up Huh. That's a very good question. Um, and if I'm going to give you an honest answer about it, I don't think I had one. Uh, when I tell you that through speaking to the the guys steering uh, the ship, um, everything that I needed to know was it was answered, and I and I trust them. Uh, you know, Matt and Nick alone. Those guys are brilliant. I mean, that they don't get enough credit for how how innovative and and the way they've taken their career. We you know we all started in the same area. We literally grew up less than probably thirty to forty minutes away from each other, and for them to come from the same area that I came from and uh, to boost themselves and lift themselves up to be the superstars that they are today is nothing short of extraordinary. And then obviously Cody coming from a wrestling family, um, you know, he grew up in the business. His father was Dusty Rose, one of the greatest minds probably ever in wrestling. And then you add in someone like Tony who's got an, an, um, an, just an incredible business mind uh, that, you know, I just I didn't have any hesitations. I didn't have any questions of like, what's this going to be or what's that going to be? Like, I, I absolutely trusted in the process and trusted in the vision wow. and I bought in. And I think that, you know, I could say the same for Frankie and Chris that we're all bought in and it's just like any other team, you know, team sports, whether it be football or, or basketball, once you have a plan, you have to buy into it and that's when wonderful things happen. And that's when the championships come. I'll let Aaron have the last one since I know we need to let you go. Oh boy. You're giving me the very last one. That's going to be a, a tough, I guess, you know, Going into AEW, going into Double or Nothing, just kind of what are your goals for you personally, for SCU, and then the, the company as a whole? Well, um, for for myself and SCU, obviously, uh, this is going to introduce us to a bigger stage. And so I'm excited about that. I, I, I hope to make some new fans. Um, I think in the last few years, I've been able to um, add to my fan base, and I think this could actually even take it to the next level. So I'm hoping that I can uh, show the world that Southern California is the greatest place on earth, if they don't know already. So that's one of my goals, obviously, <laughs> at CU. And um, uh, another thing is just to make uh, the help, do whatever I can do to help make AEW All Elite Wrestling uh, a premier destination uh, and uh, a great alternative, a great place to uh, where fans will enjoy uh, professional wrestling. And I think it all starts on May 25th, 2019 at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada with Double or Nothing. No doubt about that. Of course, at AE Wrestling on Twitter as well. Scorpio Sky, what can we plug for you, man? Twitter, Instagram, T-shirts, anything like that? Twitter and Instagram at Scorpio Sky. My Facebook fan page is uh, facebook.com backslash Scorpio Sky.com. That's D O T C O M. And uh, 
Yes, uh, like you said, uh, uh, com or AE Wrestling uh, on Twitter, All Elite Wrestling on Instagram, and All Elite Wrestling on Facebook. It's an unbelievable time for uh, for fans of professional wrestling, and we've been fans of yours. We, you know, obviously we've seen you here in Baltimore the last couple of years with uh, Ring of Honor, and it's been a pleasure watching you, dude. We can't wait to see what's next. Scorpio Sky, thank you for taking the time for us this week. Thanks for having me. All right, great stuff. Appreciate Scorpio Sky joining us, and uh, I, dude, I can't. That match is insane this weekend out in <laughs> Seattle. That is just absolutely badass. Uh, I, it is crazy what Defy continues to do, and I think what he was referring to is absolutely right, which is like within the world of wrestling, like there's this sort of acceptance of this is a little bit cooler than some of the other things that you could be doing uh, as far as indies on the weekend. Uh, go do this, and I think you see more and more professional wrestlers taking advantage of it. Again, DefyWrestling.com. Get your tickets for this weekend. Uh, let's bring Brandon back in. Uh, Brandon, you know, we were talking about, obviously, All Elite with uh, Scorpio Sky. Uh, you said that you were listening to the Chris Jericho podcast this week, and there were some more details that were given out uh, about how All Elite Wrestling came about. But there was one in particular that you told us off the air that I thought was fascinating, which relates to the Jericho Cruise and how maybe there was a pivot from WWE towards doing what he's doing now. So <clears throat> I didn't make it all the way through the episode. I made it like 20 minutes through, um, but the first 20 minutes of it was fast. And in the whole episode, there's no guess. It's just it's called, you know, Chris Jericho's journey to AEW. And as he's telling the story, you sort of get this idea that he he starts to feel a little slighted by WWE, a little bit here, yeah. a little bit there, and all these little things. And the one thing that I mentioned that, that you thought was great was that uh, when he came up with the idea for the cruise, he – he mentioned he offered NXT the slot for the wrestling to, to program all the wrestling. He mentioned he didn't want to book wrestler by wrestler. He just wanted to work with someone that would program. Sure. It. And mm-hmm. they turned it down. He didn't specifically say who, but you would assume that's, you know, Triple H or maybe even Vince has to sign off on that. I, I don't know. But, um, you know, you always hear that Triple H runs NXT, but. You assume Vince probably had something. Yeah, those types of decisions would seem to be. But I, yeah, 100% think that anyone should listen to this pod. I I just thought of like there's just, you know, I think we all heard some of the things he brought up, like that he called Vince and wanted to do the Intercontinental Champion versus Intercontinental Champion, Seth Rollins versus Jericho at SummerSlam. He talks about that. He talks about like how Vince responded to. His one-off match, and then, you know, after the one-off match in New Japan versus Kenny, he attacked, was it Naito the next night? Yeah. And then Vince called him and was like, wait a second, I thought this was a one-off. What's going on here? And then and then his reception to the three-match deal. It's just, you just have to listen so to it. So, specifically, the NXT thing is fascinating to me because... Like, I understand fully that Vince McMahon or anybody in a power position WWE would immediately say, we can do a WWE cruise if we want to do something like that, right? right. Like, we're not... We're something not, we have total control yeah, over. Yeah, that we can do that. And now, like, almost can't believe that they haven't done it, to be honest with you. Like, now that I think about <laughs> it, I'm like, really, why wouldn't they do we that? We would all right? be there. Yeah, we would all be really. I mean, like, frankly, the Jericho cruise seemed great. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed like yep. something I'd be super into. I, I know a couple people who went. And, I, I'm sure it yeah. was incredible. Yeah, I'm sure so it was dope. Hey, the, the thing that's other than I don't dude, cruises don't do a lot for me <laughs> no, in general. Like they the, don't. Like it just seems like at some point I'd be like, I'd like to go get away from all of you people for a second. Wait, like, let, 
Can you imagine being stuck on a boat with 3,000 wrestling fans? Yeah, that would yeah. get really smelly really quickly. The, um, the thing that's fascinating to me is that they, they were given that, right? They were like, program the matches. You do the show. It wasn't like... Jericho is going to tell him who goes over and things. No, like that. I understand that, but I think for them, it's about controlling their talent. Yeah, it's about uh, it, it's the fact that he's also it's not just controlling their talent. It's you know while he might have been in, they might have been charged with the wrestling part, like Jer- they didn't know who Jericho was going to book music wise. They didn't know what kind of True. if anything weird happens on it that reflects back on them. I sort of get it from there. They had all the podcast people on there that not. Yeah, a lot of them are necess- like former WWE employees. Just gonna say that, right. yeah, aren't necessarily in the good graces. I mean, it just seems petty because they go to the download festival and they have NXT at the download. So you're kind of like, okay, like you're in the middle of a music festival. Why can't you do this? It, like, I can get why he might have felt this I, way. I, like, it's, I, it feels I, like a slight to him. Right? I understand that. I and I, boy, God, I hate saying this, but it, to me, if I was if I was in a, a major managerial position with WWE. It would smell low rent to me. It would smell like that's a good point. It would be like, hey, I appreciate what you're doing, and I think it's cool, but I don't know if you've seen what we've done with the NXT brand. It's it's bigger than that. Well, plus Fozzie was driving this whole. I mean, Jericho and Fozzie. Fozzie is not like the Red Hot Chili Pepper. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I mean, and that's the thing. Download Fest is an established thing. Like they can go into it, and they're they're a part of it, and it's cool, but. You know, nothing reflects on them. It's it's the download fest. Okay, but also but they, I will they're say, they're the biggest. They would become the biggest thing on the Jericho cruise if they right, had gone no, into it. One hundred percent. And you're right. They've got something to gain from download fest because they want the. You know, you can tell by the music that they program NXT with. That's the fan they're looking for, right? Yeah, to some extent. I also think that they it's still internationally they're trying to push their brand. They, like there's still something to be gained from that. Right, you don't see new, them in a U.S. festival. Correct. Right. Exactly right. They're not going to Coachella. They're not going to Bonnaroo. Although they should. I'm not – I actually think it would be an amazing idea. Actually, I think they should go to the Gathering of the Juggalos is where I think they should go. <laughs> Talk about low um, Right. Well, wait a second. What are you trying to suggest? Get all the Fago you can drink at the de- gathering of the Juggalos. Magnets, oop, oop. yo. How yeah. do those work? <laughs> Dog, it's the best sketch they ever did on SNL. Like, we got old ass crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Expired batteries. Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> then there's just some random third eye blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best sketch. I love that sketch so much. Um, no, I get it, and like I can understand why Chris Jericho, he's trying to make something happen. And I also thought the part that you said, like that was the first time that he was around the idea, and that really sort of pushed him. I totally get it. I don't think w- I still don't think the WWE would regret it. I still don't think they would walk away and say they would regret it. I would also say one thing. I bet the WWE when they're at the Download Festival, I think Triple H's, you know, like you know, brain is working, and he's saying, how can I create my own Download Festival somewhere? I think that's the way that WWE now operates is what? how can we do all of these things that they're ours and we make all of the profit off of them and we're not splitting anything with anyone and we're not renting out anything or anything along those lines. It's just us. That's it. And so that would be my gut about how they're operating there. All right. Um, speaking of NXT, NXT UK, Blackfoot over the weekend. Blackpool? 
Did I say Blackfoot? Blackfoot. I did say Blackfoot. <laughs> Jesus. Is it Blackfoot, Christ. that shitty band with. Or I, sh- I shouldn't say that considering what I do, but. Are they coming to Ramstad Live? It'd be hilarious if that uh, was the case. Who was the band with uh, the Chili Peppers drummer and, like, Sammy Hagar and, like. Oh, were they, were they called Chicken Foot? Chicken Foot. Oh, That's exactly what it was. It was My Chicken Foot. Good call. And they're great. You're they're awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, a couple of things. One, I. Uh, I love the show. I mean, what wasn't yeah. the love? It was amazing. It was it, the the mustache mountain grizzled young vets. Is unbelievable. unbelievable, unbelievable match. Um, obviously the Finn Balor thing is the big like. Well, I didn't see that coming moment. I, I guess what I would say is I don't know how much it mattered, with the exception being that it gave a I bet you really fucking regret not watching this show type of feeling to the people that were on the internet that weren't watching, you know, NXT UK Blackpool and probably drug in a few people after they saw it. Like, I don't watch anything live anyway, so I would have watched it no matter what. But there were probably some people like me that weren't watching it on Saturday afternoon, started to see things on social media and said, well, shit, maybe I should have watched this and went back and watched it on Sunday or went back and watched it on Monday or something along those lines because Finn Balor showed up. And by the way, that match was also fucking insane. Was also absolutely ridiculous. I have to think, considering what we've already talked about in segment number one, that this was probably a favor that had something to do with... uh, You think? I don't know, man. They were all about Finn Balor this week. I understand that, but it felt more like... Uh, uh, I don't know. It was Saturday, and then Monday, pictures of him over there and stuff. And I just figured, well, well, of course he's over there. He's a you know brand ambassador. And they were doing a ton of that right now. Like they were doing what these people can become. They were doing. They were doing a ton of that last week with the new performance center that they opened um, in London. They had a bunch of WWE stars over, so it wasn't all that surprising that he was there. Wasn't he there when they first announced the show too? Right, correct. And it makes sense. It makes sense that they're trying to push like this is a star. You know, like, I get the whole thing. It's just very coincidental. That- I understand what you're saying. I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I'm, I don't know. I Like, I don't know that Finn Balor would have to be coerced that much into doing something like that. I don't right. think that it would have to be a, hey, we promise we're going to make you uh, or give you a title match if you do this. I don't know like, if it's like that. I just mean, like, he's being rewarded for. Well, I mean, he might be being rewarded for being a, a, a yeah. good soldier Company. in general. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, 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 like, exactly. yeah. I mean, Sort of the same way that... It's like, a John Cena thing, right? Like, Seth Rollins. Yeah, you know, of like the guy, be a good the soldier. Miz. Right, sure. Right, yeah. Um, that match was insane. Uh, Tony Storm's match was bonkers. Uh, of course, everybody knows that I've been a Tony Storm fan for... <laughs> Forever. Uh, God, Jesus Christ, since I think the year 12. The actual year 12 AD 12. was the year. Um, Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley weren't ungodly amazing I did not here's the thing sometimes when I think about Tony Storm I think about other things like what well you know just other things (laughs) and I forget sometimes and I do know because I've seen her wrestle live how great of a wrestler is and holy shit how amazing her finisher is oh yeah and I gotta be honest with you I think there is an argument to be made that it might be a best women's finisher at the like it it is the coolest. What's it called? Remind me, Aaron. Of course, I know obviously because I'm a huge Tony Storm fan. Um, but just because I sometimes forget things, um, what's Str- strong zero? No, that's not it. It's called something else. It's strong. Called, 
No? Uh, Storm Zero? Strong Zero? It, it, that was what it was called for a while. I know. May, I, I, don't, I feel like they might have. Maybe it's still... Uh, Storm Zero is what it's called, I think. Yeah. Um, so, it's the coolest looking thing I've ever fucking seen. Like, it's unbelievably... It looks incredible. Um, the fact that like they were able to pull off such a match that at the end, they were literally doing the Tony Storm-Rhea Ripley chance, despite the fact that Rhea Ripley's a huge heel... Um, it goes to show how incredible of him. That, that that match was bonkers. The whole card was just ridiculous. The whole card and, was and, absolutely and, ridiculous. And then you get the moment at the end, right? With so Walter, with Walter, right? Walter comes out at the end. Um, I like. I'm a little surprised, and I know that Aaron, you were uh, you know banging the drum of Pete Dunne needs to lose because he needs to move on. Um, I was sort of banging the drum of you need to have somebody else be champion because you need to create more stars for that brand. And that's the best way to go about doing it. Um, I I don't know what to make. Like I know everybody was talking about the uh, the Are you watching Vince McMahon uh, song? Yeah, that was the, great. The crowd was singing, which was good. Um, but like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> like, Did you see his tweet? Who's Vince McMahon? Vince's. Yeah, he said I was yeah, watching. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> but like, I I, I almost want to say back like I yeah he is like he gave you this like what. I don't know what what are you trying to say when you're asking are you watching Vince McMahon like what's the point because they've legitimately tricked people into thinking it's the, like this rogue organization this is, this is yeah. happening outside of Vince which is amazing that they've done that I mean right? Triple H it, it seems like he's pushing that more lately he he had a he did something on a conference call lately where he's like yeah I don't know if Vince watches NXT that much like they're <laughs> pushing that he totally planted that like too. you yeah. you think that NXT UK exists. <laughs> Like with Vince not being okay with it, or like I being mean, angry that it's happening, it's like the greatest hustle ever. It is unbelievable, man. Like yes, yes, he's watching, which is why you got this. Is because of Vince McMahon. Like I don't understand what your beef is. Like you're given this unbelievable gift of great wrestling and your own network show, and it's all working out just fine for everybody. What are you mad about? <laughs> I was a little confused about that. Um, but yeah, the whole card from top to bottom, unbelievable. And like literally put me in that spot afterwards where I was like, oh fuck, I'm going to have to start binging NXT UK. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the problem that comes out well, of all that, that. It was just like the first you know, arrival is what it was, is it was yeah. their version of arrival yeah. during, you know, no one was, or not no one. Cause I was one of the losers who was, I was watching NXT religiously on Hulu. And then when it moved to the network, I started, but you have, you know, most of the population didn't, you know, they had heard of NXT. They might've seen a few matches. But it wasn't until Arrival that they realized, oh, I need to watch this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That You're absolutely right about that, and that forced people to watch. And, like, this is a tricky thing for me because I was just chatting, chatting with uh, Brandon about off the air. Like, I'm already thinking about in the fall and when AEW is going to be on and, like, how much wrestling I can watch All every week. All the wrestling. Week. I, like, I don't have a lot of room. I already can't – don't have enough time to watch 205 Live. And now I came out of this night, and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to watch NXT UK because, holy shit, it is good. It is so good. And I just don't have that many hours in my week to keep watching more wrestling. But it, isn't there plans for them to do more, too? Like, there's like, what do you mean do more? Do more oh, NXT? Well, of course. It's going to be NXT Japan yeah. and NXT oh, Australia geez. and NXT <laughs> Germany and NXT, you know. I can't, I can't like, do it. I can't they're do doing it. every – they're making every country into a, to a territory. All right. I am willing to hire someone to watch all of these shows for me and then tell me about who it is that I need to allege I've been a fan of before everybody else was moving forward. I can pay you in uh, lovely gifts that the Abita Brewery sent me. Oh, by the way, Aaron – what? 
I'm apparently a VIP now with what? the folks that are beating. How did this happen? I wrote a column last week that suggested that Ravens fans should all root for the Saints. Of all the time, of all the times that I've wanted to get, all I threw in was one line at the end of the column that said, "I don't just think you should root for the Saints because I love New Orleans and spent a week there eating all the food and drinking all the Abita last year." Somehow, somebody at Abita did a Google search, found my column, and reached out to me and said, "Hey." We'd like to be friends with you. And I said, holy effing S, do you have any idea? <laughs> do well, you damn. have Well, do you know what that means? That means they're good clue. at what they do because yes. at, at, most people, at, as someone who was in marketing for a long time, we have Google Alerts set up for sure, our brands. Sure, sure. So, that it, you know, it just comes This right. was the last line of a column. This wasn't in a headline. I'm telling this you, This wasn't in a tweet that I sent. This was the damn. last line of a column I, that I thought I thought it was a big deal because Bojangles started uh, I mean, following Bojangles me on Bojangles is lovely and all. Don't get me wrong. But Abita sent me a – not only reached out to me, not only did we have conversations. They talked to me about how maybe I could get some of the uh, Neapolitan beer. Did they Ooh. Um, no, they didn't send oh, me didn't those. Put- yeah. <laughs> um, but they sent me a whole gift pack including an Abita, Abita flag T-shirts, koozies, stickers, the whole deal. They sent me a lovely gift pack, and we have been in direct conversation for some time. So let's try a couple of things. Did, um, did you talk about building and, the shed out? Oh, in the whole <laughs> deal. I actually asked that they would uh, remind me what the names of the young ladies were that were working there the day that I was there because I suggested that they should get a raise or they should marry me. One or the other. <laughs> let's, try a couple, let's try a couple of things, okay? Adidas Yeezy Boosts. <laughs> What Nike? Uh, what I don't know what they're called, but there's the self lacing shoes. Let's just start mentioning shit we want. <laughs> oh, oh, I and, like where yes, your head's at. Yeah, and, that's actually yeah. a good idea. And then also, also say I have cancer. That's a good point. <laughs> All there together, we go. that's a good point. All together, that's a great idea. That's a really. So when good we have idea. the transcript of this, someone will WrestleMania find it. WrestleMania trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, finally, before we wrap up, uh, a great weekend for um, uh, Juice Robinson, a great weekend for America, a great weekend for the world. As Juice yes. Robinson is now part of Ring of Honor and has a cool as shit faction to show for it. Yeah, Juice Robinson is the leader of a stable in Ring of Honor, and it's pretty much most of the guys who I've been talking about who are who have signed with Ring of Honor recently. So the uh, the stable is called Lifeblood. It's Juice Robinson, Bandito, Mark Haskins, Tracy Williams, and David Finley, which is a little bit of a surprise there. I didn't realize he was going to be working with uh, Ring of Honor full-time, so that's cool. Oh, and Tennille Dashwood. Ah, yes. You might remember Tennille Dashwood, of course, as Evil Emma, um, or even just as Emma, whichever you prefer. I prefer Evil Emma. Um, That's amazing. That's that's just awesome. Um, I think it's – we had talked a lot about the New Japan Ring of Honor thing, right? and where it was going to be going after All Elite, um, this certainly indicates that it's at least strong for now. Like, for now, it's still a strong relationship between Ring of Honor and New Japan Wrestling. Absolutely, and it does seem like Ring of Honor is starting to, you know, much in the way that New Japan, when they don't have a storyline, they go back to kind of the fact that they do have a bunch of factions. They have Bullet Club, they have LIJ, they have Chaos, they have Suzuki Goon. So, like, they can just say okay, we don't really have a match for you guys, so just kind of have a six-man tag between you guys, and we can say it's, you know, stable supremacy. Now you have Villain en- Enterprises, you have Lifeblood, you have The Kingdom, you ha- you know, and probably another one will form. They specifically called out Bully Ray and the Bri- uh, Bully Ray and the Briscoes. I don't think they have a name yet, but that's another stable. 
So you can have this stable warfare thing starting to brew in Ring of Honor, which isn't a bad way to go. Uh, yeah, that's that's all great. I don't see how any of this is a problem. Plus, it's Juice Robinson in America, which is what the world needed. I mean, we needed more Juice Robinson. We needed him in this country so that everybody can understand his greatness. Is he going to be able to still do... I mean, like, you know, he can't... He certainly won't be able to use the language, you know what I mean? Like, that won't be possible, but... You know, he had said before that he was trying to cut back on it as he was because he was trying to make himself a little bit. I, I hope that there are still plenty of Juice Robinson promos that are only available online where he's still free <laughs> he to be. Just, he could just go to the Sausage Castle. That's true. He could go to. Oh, that's actually a great idea. <laughs> Depends on the contract you signed, though. It has uh, to happen. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what the Ring, deal Ring is. of Honor generally doesn't yeah. let if it's a full contract. Well, but I mean, just... like, could it be a full contract? I mean, like, clearly he's not leaving New Japan. Like. Um, I, I guess it depends. You know, like the Bucks were technically under contract to Ring of Honor, even yeah, though they wrestled yeah. almost every you know new, big New Japan but, show. But, but Juice Robinson's been so exclusive to New Japan for yeah. so long, I can't fathom that his Ring of Honor deal is the the, the more important deal, right? You know what I mean? It's, like, you're, it's probably correct. Yeah. Um, it actually would be a perfect fit for the type of person they'd like to have it. The sauce, like, I, like I, as much as like, I, like legitimately. My God, I wish we would have thought about this earlier. Well, next week we're going to talk to AJ about that. We have to. We're going to discuss with AJ the possibility of Juice Robinson being at the Sausage Catcher because it really would be perfect. It really would be perfect for what they're trying to do. Uh, All right. uh, Very good. Anything else we need to cover? Not really. All right. Well, let's wrap it up then for the week. Uh, AJ already got his plugs in. Uh, Brandon, so Brandon's starting chemo next week. Monday. Um, Like, like you're just going to be able to hang out? Yeah, I think so. Shoot the S and maybe just watch wrestling while you have chemicals shooting through your body. Yeah, and work through it and everything. And uh, and I would like to mention a few Ooh, shows yeah, that we have means. coming. Let's up. do it. So, um, if you like country music, Saturday. Well, I'll just say it. If you have a really hot chick that you want to, aha, yes. <laughs> well, that probably rules out most professional wrestling fans. Just just, just take her to the Brett Young show on February. 9th. Oh, I've heard about that, dude. It's like a big deal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the next night you can rock out with Seven Dust. We've got. Uh, are I would like. We're to. going. Okay, right? I would like to go to that show. But I, I have, unfortunately, or, or fortunately, we actually are going to be very busy because you will be with me Friday, February fifteenth for St. Paul and the Broken. Bones. Oh, I do love them too. Holy shit, I do <laughs> love them. Oh my god, I can't believe you have those back to back. And there's uh, a whole bunch of other stuff coming up. Just check out RamsHeadLive.com. Um, you, my God, I don't know how I missed that you had St. Paul. And Method Man Bones. and Red Man. Shut up. Oh, Febu- what? February 22nd. Now, hang on. Can we talk about whether or not you got your card? Can we have that conversation on the it, air? Do I don't have to, it yet. Yeah, it's legal. I'm getting, I'm trying to, get, that would be a good day to have I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like yeah. the day of the Method Man, Red Man show would probably be the perfect I mean, choice. Can, can we please talk about, by the way, so, you know, I know it's not a big deal, but... I was shocked how many people in my life uh, offered me bags of weed when they found out I had cancer. Dog. <laughs> I mean, like, that they're, like, literally, like, it's in my car. Do you want it? I mean, like, like, I believe the appropriate response is, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'd love it. Very thoughtful <laughs> yeah. gift. And I appreciate you offering Like, people I never would have thought in a million years. I mean, bro, it's 2019. I know, I know, like, I know. It's just what it is. You learn all of these things when you have cancer. I just looked at your schedule. I didn't know. I forgot you had T-Pain coming in. That's amazing. Holy crap. You guys have some shows. Ramsheadlive.com. Yeah. All right, uh, Aaron, uh, do the whole rundown. I am on Twitter at the Aoster. We are at 
on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us, Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. Look for me in the Baltimore Sun. All right. Uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com are mine. Uh, really quick, don't forget, as we mentioned, that Defy has a uh, show coming up this weekend. And thanks again to Scorpio Sky for joining us. But also, MCW's got a couple of shows this weekend. We love those guys. Uh, they're in Joppa on Friday night. They're out in Hollywood, Maryland on Saturday night. Go to MCWProWrestling.com. I know Scott Sky- Steiner's coming in this weekend. Yeah, Jim- holla if you hear me. Jimmy Hart is coming in this weekend. Uh, uh, Boogie Man, I believe. Yeah. Uh, how about, do you know Scarlett Bordeaux from... Yes, yes, o- I do. Okay. I'm familiar with her work. My word. Scarlet Bordeaux. I um, I, she wanted to actually come on this week. It just didn't work out timing wise. I was in touch with Scarlet last I'm week. Go- I'm googling. Yeah, this. you're gonna yeah. see something. Go ahead, and Google. Just image search. Yeah. So I was talking to Scarlet and I started following her on Instagram. Oh, that's a mistake. Yeah, it really. Well, it's not a mistake. It's but it, in certain circumstances, it can be very awkward. Hmm. I started following her on Instagram. A picture of her, a recent photo of her, popped up on my Instagram as I was laying in bed. Ah. My three-year-old was laying right next to me. Again, he that's said, mistake. He said, Dad, is that Mom? <laughs> <laughs> and your response was? Uh, yeah, buddy, we'll go with that. That was Mom. <laughs> and we just moved Maybe right Maybe in a along. couple years. <laughs> moved right along from that. That yeah. was, she is... Whew, seems, my seems, word seems like a very nice woman. she is a very nice young lady she is and we've had a lovely conversation throughout the course of the week unfortunately just wasn't available to do the show um but we'll get her on some other time i promise you that um anyway yeah so uh go check out mcw this weekend as well all right uh for the whole gang for uh brandon and for aaron and for the main event vent 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 Apple watches. Vent. <laughs> Vent. All Vent. the cheesecake. Vent. Vent. Super Bowl tickets. Vent. Foo Fighters Foo tickets Fighters the night before the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> you got it. You got it. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out for Cancer.